station, but we're here for a real education. Welcome to A Real Education. I'm your host, Tim Wick. I know something about movies. I'm joined by Melissa Kersher, who also knows something about movies. Hello. And Jenny Young, who knows nothing about movies. Absolutely nothing. Hi. And also, <laughs> in the background, is Fess. Hi, say hi, Fess. Hi, Fess. He has now hi. become a guest on our podcast. Congratulations. <laughs> Yay. You had no idea it was At which point, easy. he doesn't have to say anything at all. Congratulations. You can shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this week's movie is The Road Warrior. Yes! I am uh, so excited yes, about yes, this, yes. you guys. We have not made it. This is the 80s. The first time we've, we've uh, entered the 80s you know, yep. on, on a real education. And uh, is this is this 82? Uh, yes, I believe it yeah, is 82. Yeah, so this is the magical year of 82. Which, which was also Raiders of the Lost Ark in The Thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss and, yeah. a little more about the magical year of 1982, <laughs> yes. perhaps. After the movie, first we need to understand, Jenna, what do you know about The Road Warrior? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Not even, I just learned that it's an 80s movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super excited Excellent. about this. She is bouncing all over. Because the, uh, every other movie I've had, like, kind of like some kind of an idea or a quote that I knew came from there or something. This one, no fucking clue. So this is the best, the best thing about this movie oh. is... It's a sequel. Yes, and we're not <laughs> we're not showing you we're not showing you the movie that oh came God. before. Oh. So so you'll have it's ap- a sequel. It's a sequel. I thought it had sequels. No, no, th- it does have this a sequel. Is, this is Mad Max this, this, Two. This is the middle movie. This is the middle film. This is the middle huh. film. I. <laughs> so, so the funny thing is, he's seen it. Fess, Fess apparently is learning something as well. So Yay! congratulations. So what we're going to do is we're going to go away. We're going to show Jenna a sequel to a movie that she's never seen. Does it have Rhodes and or Warriors involved? Well, hmm. uh, maybe we better watch Spoiler. the Spoiler. Okay. Spoiler. Okay. Yeah, Sorry. you know what I learned Sorry. today. I, and I, I got to say, we're, it's a long way. By the time we actually air this, the movie will be out on DVD. But Iron Man 3 came out today. And I learned that Iron Man is in the movie, and I said, "Wow, oh, oh, Jesus Christ!" I'm sick of the spoilers. Oh. Really sick of the spoilers. So we won't spoil it for Jenna. We won't okay. spoil it for you. You can go away. You can watch the Road Warrior, and then uh, then we'll we'll have a conversation about it afterwards. So enjoy the Road Warrior. Bring some popcorn. Yay! And we're back. Cars were wrecked. Refineries oh, were blown yeah. up. There oh. were so many explosions. Well, okay, there was one explosion, but there was a lot of it. So there, much. There, 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 was, there, there, there were a few some others. others. A couple of cars blew up. Yeah, yeah, there, there were some yeah. Well, a but couple of cars. One, oh my God, explosions. <laughs> Kaboom. Holy shit. And then when you thought it was done exploding, it kept exploding. Yes. <laughs> it was pretty impressive. I, I, I love how the... You know, the explosion starts, and then you've got all the the 55-gallon drums rocketing up into the sky in unison. It's like fireworks. And then it keeps exploding. <laughs> it keeps going. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, Tropic Thunder, you know, the one dude who does all the, the movie pyrotechnics. Yes. You figure that that's the guy that got the job of blowing up the refinery in Road Warrior. Yes. Because... He just, whoever got the job of blowing up the refiner in Road Warrior 
really fucking love their job. Yes. Really love their job. They were like, oh. I am going to use all of the explosives in <laughs> Australia <laughs> to blow up this <laughs> so, you know, For the years one... afterwards, they couldn't have fireworks celebrations. Yeah. Was... They, were, they were fighting <laughs> bits of metal 50 miles away for years and years. Uh. So, the, yeah, the thing that we didn't say before we started, because, of course, it would have been a spoiler and that wouldn't have been any fun, is the way that this entire movie yep. is basically just a setup for an epic 30-minute chase sequence. Uh, it, it's actually it's, more like 15, but it's... It, I counted. It feels but, more like 30. Because it, it's amazing. It's a very involved chase scene. Yeah. There's, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. An epic 30-minute chase scene that we learn is a decoy. Spoiler yes. alert. <laughs> oh, God. You're supposed to say that... Before you say it, it's a decoy. <laughs> if you're listening to this, spoiler alert, it's, it's a, a decoy. decoy. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, you're going to have to accept that we're going to give spoilers yeah. and we're going to talk about the movie. Oh, now you tell I, them. I figure after the break, all's fair. After okay. the break, yeah. all's fair, yeah. 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 Also, yeah. This is a movie from 30 years ago, so... So, holy shit, how did you not know? Well, I, I didn't. I know you didn't. I didn't, I didn't know this existed. Which, okay, is this, <laughs> is this a thing about all 80s movies that you feel they need to make commentary and talk to and make, like, snide comments throughout? No. Because I mm, every single 80s movie I've seen, which isn't a lot, but every single one I've seen, I just, I feel the need to be like, oh, there's the kid again, or there's, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, and I just... I don't. I don't know. If you, it's... You, you see, you you are seeing tropes in '80s movies that you recognize uh, and you respond to. Yeah, you know, I I can get that. You know, I I think you know not only are a lot of well, the '80s was kind of the decade of the blockbuster. I mean, Jaws was the first blockbuster, yes. and that was seventy-five. Seventy-five. So you know, you have five years to build up the blockbuster thing, and then you've got. The eighties, right 80s. in the middle of oh it. Oh my god! The and 80s. and <laughs> and you know, the eighties is when a lot of those big blockbuster tropes were set up. And of course, you know, we're kind of all of the age where we know them by heart and yeah. we respond yeah. to them. So, yeah, yeah. And this film, I mean, you know, is eighty two, and eighty two is kind of it's it, it, it was a magic from a, year, from man. A, from a geek science fiction film year, it is a holy grail kind of year. <laughs> You know, I think 1982 uh, is why I'm a fan of movies. We're talking, today. we're talking. You know, John Carpenter's The Thing is 82, right? Yes. Raiders of the Lost Ark is 82. Yep. E.T. the Extraterrestrial is 82. Yes. As oh, is hey. Poltergeist. Poltergeist, and uh, now Empire Strikes Back was 81, or was that 80? Uh, was Empire Strikes it was, Back? It was three years between the Star Wars films, so I think Empire was 80. Okay. If we're wrong, so you, can, you can feel free to make sure. Okay, my mom said that she went to see a Star Wars movie in 79 when she was pregnant with me. Well, so. Star Wars came out and played for like five years straight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Star Wars came out. I couldn't tell you which one. Star Wars came out in 77 yeah. and just played and played and played and played. And then they did a re-release of Star Wars before they did Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. You know, because that, that was a time where there too. wasn't home video. So if you wanted to, to make more money off a movie, you put it back in the theater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I believe 1982 was also the year of Time Bandits. Yeah, which I saw a oh, bazillion times. Yeah, we can, I, I was going through a list and I don't remember all of them, but yeah. I mean, it's it's it was a, a just an amazing year, year for film sure. uh, and 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 for science fiction. Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. Khan yes. Wrath of Khan is 1982. Um, so you just you look at the, the the science fiction films that came out, and Road Warrior comes out right in there. Now, of course, the real name of the film is Mad Max Two. Yeah. 
the Road Warriors. Oh, but but the original Mad Max was really super low budget and only got a limited release in the United States. So they didn't want to name it Mad Max 2 in the States because otherwise people nobody. wouldn't see it because it was a and, and having not seen Mad Max, uh, Jenna, how much from this film did you not understand? I understood everything. Right. Yep. So They set under- up the beginning beautifully. Max was a loner. Right? I, I got that. You, <laughs> I, you know, I figured that out throughout the movie. Do you know why he was a loner? Because um, his wife and kid were killed. But did mm-hmm. you care? I cared a little bit. Well, but maybe. But, I mean, really, did it I mean, matter? I mean, if we hadn't known that his wife and kid were killed, you know, and that's what made him a loner, would that have made though. him any Well, you know what? It, it gives him motivation. It, it when the, the, uh, the lady is... Um, Attacked, <laughs> to put it very politely. Yes, the um, lady, I have lady. The, 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 the the one, one that's got... raped and killed. Yes. Oh yeah. I was one. trying to be politic and polite mm. about the whole thing, but no, she was raped and killed. And I, I, I watched him watch that happen, and I had this moment of oh god, because you know mm-hmm. he had a wife, and that that was the thing. So I did have that moment. Uh, could I have done without that moment? Sure, because. Raping and killing is still a shitty thing. Like, you don't have to have that connect to feel bad about it. But as far as that scene goes, it's very craftily handled because it's more about their reactions to it. It really is. Yeah, I mean, you don't actually see anything happen. You don't actually see anything happen to the woman. You, You see a little bit of skin, and you see... I saw boobies. You see rough and tumble. Yeah. You see rough and tumble. Yeah, but I mean, you know, when the crossbow is aimed at her... You don't see her at all. Yeah, you don't see no. anything happen nope. at all. Yeah. It, it's it's a whole, you know, shower scene from Psycho, you know? It's, you yeah. think you see more you than you see. You think you see more than you yeah. actually see. I, it's I guess, all about the yeah. reaction. I guess my point is more that, you know, for a sequel, they do a remarkably good job of, and I, I doubt that that was the intent, but there's nothing in this movie that requires any knowledge of the first sure. film. Sure. Mm-hmm. That I'd agree with, yeah. Um, you know, because the first film for reference, is essentially a revenge film in that Max is trying to live a relatively normal life in this post-apocalyptic world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and he's, and a poli- he's a police officer. Yeah, he's a yeah. police officer. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. He's, he's tracking down the gangs. He's being the good guy. He's doing the good thing. And then they kill his wife and child. Mm-hmm. And then he goes <laughs> and all bets are off. Yeah. He goes Fucking off. Off the rails. Sure. Yeah. And it just kills everybody. And, you know, the, the crazy outfit he wears with the leg brace and the gloves with certain fingers cut off and, you yeah. know, the one-armed, uh, you know, sure. uh, uh, jacket. You know, there's all a reason for it. It's all established in the first movie. I, I want, okay, it's kind so of, they oiled but, his leg at one point when <laughs> yes. he goes to, like, carry this stuff out and I'm like, oh, he has a leg brace. Like, yeah. I hadn't even noticed up until that yeah. point. Yeah. Like, why are they oiling it? His leg gets pretty badly injured in the first film. Yeah, they blow off his kneecap. Yeah, which hurts. Man, yeah, that would suck. Yeah, but you know he's badass, so he just yeah he just deals with it for the rest of rest of the series. And there's a sequel to Road Warrior, which is Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, (laughs) which is a special sort of awesome in its own way. Mad Max Three: Road Warrior (laughs) Two. That, I, I kind of love the sequel just because it has Tina Turner. It does. In in just scenery eating awesomeness. She's just she, no, she's not. She's just wearing the scenery. 
She is wearing. She the has. She is. has killed and skinned the scenery. Yeah, <laughs> 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 um, you know, but this is. But yeah, it's it. That movie is just you know plain fun. Whereas Road Warrior is kind of this. It kind of elevates itself above you know just uh, this post-apocalyptic action movie just through the sheer skill with which it's made. It's remarkably. Yeah. It's remarkably clever storytelling. Yeah. I mean, given there's very little dialogue. There really hey, is. Mel Gibson has 16 lines in the entire film. <laughs> and a lot oh, of the and, dialogue. And two of them are the same line. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot, a lot of the dialogue in the movie is. <laughs> the entire screaming back and forth thing. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. lots of screaming. Feral Boyd. It has Feral no boy. line. <laughs> no line at all, except for the narration. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, and yeah. that's a completely different actor. Yeah. Uh, and that kid, oh, I just, oh. oh I want to take that kid home. Feral, feral boomerang kid. Yes. Oh, God. Wouldn't yeah. you love a kid with an attack boomerang? Yes. <laughs> oh. I just, I want to hug the... Aww. And the dog. The, you got a kid and the dog. dog. <laughs> and the dog is awesome, too. And then they kill the dog. And they first. kill the dog. Oh, sorry, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. They kill the dog. <laughs> spoiler alert. They kill the dog. <laughs> um, you, you wish more people would watch this movie and learn from it. The yeah. way that, that it so carefully constructs this story. And, and the reveal at the end, you know, they never... They never for a second suggest to you, oh, by the way, the gas is not in the tanker truck. Yeah. No, they really didn't. They, they, they just keep saying, "Who's you know, I'm going to drive the tanker truck. And, you know, <laughs> everybody else goes off the other way, and you, you don't think about it. You're like, well, isn't the tanker the most important thing? Why is yeah. Why well, they say the tanker is the most important thing in that yeah. they're going the the bad guys are going to go after the tanker. Right. I mean, the yeah, leader dude is saying, yeah, they're the they're you everybody split up. They're going to go after the tanker. So, I mean, that was part of his speech. Right. But and, and the entire they thing never is, imply that the tanker is just a decoy. Yeah, the tanker is full of sand. Yeah. And it's just that, you see that moment, uh, you're like. That oh. was fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's why the one dude was the leader of this troop. Because yeah. he knew, because he was the guy that understood that if you could get all the bad guys to chase the tanker, yeah, yeah. everyone they, else is safe. They would never be able to get back to the others because, you know, and, and I'm watching this, you know, and the first time I'm watching it, you have the thought of, well, why are these guys chasing the tanker truck for so long? I mean, gas is. is the most precious resource mm-hmm. um, outside of water, although we never actually see water, so yeah. we assume apparently water's easy nope. to get. Nope, somebody had the guy on top that was on fire had a bag of oh, water. Oh, he did have, That's he had like only a water. But he used it to put out fire. Put, yeah. He yeah. put himself out, yeah. yeah. There was a rainstorm at some point in the in the film yeah. overnight, so apparently getting you, and you could collect water from rain, so whatever. Yeah. Water apparently is okay, so gas is your most precious resource, and they are wasting all of it to chase this tanker. I mean, it's a gamble. Well, yeah, sure. it's yeah. like, you catch the tanker, you have as much gas as you're ever going to need. You don't catch the tanker, you're stranded in the middle of the desert trying to figure out where your next gallon of gas is going to come from. Mm-hmm. Sure. So they, they make this really solid gamble to go after the tanker, and in doing that, they basically ensure that everybody else is going to survive mm-hmm. because they're never going to have enough gas to get back to that other group. Right. Yeah. Um, 
And it's, it's, it's just, you know, when you see that, you're like, oh, well, that was really clever. And you ne- the, the movie, the film never tips its hand. Mm-hmm. Never, nope, never does. lets you know for a second. Fantastic. I also love how the action sequences are filmed. Well, the entire movie is filmed very craftily, but, uh, you know, George Miller is one of the greatest action directors of all time, I think. And that, especially during that final uh, car chase sequence, you look at every single shot, and you know, there there's an enormous amount of cars following each other. They're all jockeying for position. You never lose track of what's going on. Sure. And yeah. you are you can track the action the shots are long they're steady you can see exactly what's going on and beyond that every single thing is every single shot is composed so that it's like at the most dynamic point at which it could be it's like inches off the off the asphalt spinning underneath it or it's in the air or it's close up or you know everything's very very dynamic and uh-huh. it it is just this amazing compact easy to understand thrilling sequence yeah. and it goes on for a really long time yeah which it it's amazing that they can sustain that chase for as long as they do yeah. and keep it compelling and interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, that, that was our deaf cat in the background, everybody. Um, <laughs> Hello, deaf cat. <laughs> Hello. Um, so, yeah, I just, uh, I really enjoy this movie and uh, it, it's, it's total popcorn fluff. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but except. But it's so fluffy. Exceptionally well, well made yeah, popcorn. It, it, it's it's the path of the hero. It's the Joseph Campbell. You know, uh, I forget what the term is, but it's you know very standard hero story, mm-hmm. and it's just very well achieved. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Mel Gibson. You know, this is classic Mel Gibson. Just yeah, star making Mel Gibson. Yeah, young young Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yes. I had no idea he was ever that young. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, holy cow. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what it's all about, huh? Absolutely not a single anti-Semitic rant in the entire film. Because he only has 16 lines. <laughs> Two are the same Two are the same line. Why have you said that? This is pre-Passion of the Christ Mel Gibson, so... Oh, God. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't have much else to say about the movie other than it, it's really just... It's really good. It's, it's I, really one of the best movies of its type. Yeah. Oh, and how much do you love uh, the gyro captain? <laughs> oh, the gyro captain. He pleased me. I, I do want to say, the, the entire film, I felt at home with it. Even though I had never seen it before. Like, um, as soon as I saw a kid, I'm like, that kid's going to be feisty and spunky. <laughs> like, I just, I just knew, like, in a post-apocalyptic world, that's what you do, is you have mm-hmm. a feisty, attacky kid. Um, with a boomerang. With a boomerang. Holy shit, that boomerang. <laughs> oh, with the fingers. Whew, that was neat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, how, and how about the uh, S&M tribe? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so many oh. assless chaps. Right. Well, and then the, the leader guy wearing the harness. I know it's... <laughs> How is that and even yeah, a, I mean, a as, gimp mask and a harness? And I'm like, what the fuck? As we referred to, as we referred to, it, almost all of his acting in the film is muscle acting. It's like, yes. look at my muscles. 
<laughs> I am going to flex menacingly. You can't see his face. It's no. not like he can emote through the face. Yeah, so, so he's like he's, trying to emote yeah. through his arms, but he can't really put his arms down by his body because he has so many because muscles. He's so hey, hey. <laughs> he was classically trained. That's stage performance. <laughs> <laughs> you confirm oh, with one God. hand and you deny with the other. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm making but, gestures at the microphone, and that's well, not going to work whatever. for a podcast. You said it out loud. I did. I did. Yeah, they tried. Confirm with I one tried. hand, you deny. I with the other classic yes, stage acting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But no, I I felt like there there were aspects of the movie I was like, this is cool and this is it, it felt comfortable. And I mm-hmm. I don't know how maybe it's because I grew up in the eighties. Like that's just how film happened in the eighties. So Well, it it also takes its time letting you acclimate to the film because mm-hmm. that it has a very I, w- I don't want to say slow opening because it's actually really compact, but it you get about ten minutes in before the first line of dialogue there actually happens. There is that. That was impressive to me. Yeah, so like, it, you you have a long time to get to know two characters and a dog, and then sure. it, it's a this. It's, like I said, it's not slow, but it's a, it, it's compact, but it, it's a very simple setup, and it takes its time doing it. Yeah. 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 Again, really effective storytelling mm-hmm. yeah. uh, that a lot of filmmakers could learn from, yeah. uh, but <laughs> don't. So we'll have to revisit 1982 uh, and find some other 1982 films that Jenna hasn't seen. The Thing. I was three. <laughs> the Thing. Yeah, that's right. You haven't seen The Thing, have you? I, I don't believe I've seen The Sweet. Thing. Sweet! No. That's going to happen. The Thing is totally going to happen. happen. What about Poltergeist? Oh, yeah. That's a ghost thing. That's yeah, not thing. just because of the title. Like I feel yeah. like I I have some familiarity with that, but I don't know if it's because I saw it all the way through or if there's just so many references to that movie. It's scary as fuck. That's I, what it, it is. Okay, that's well I've heard that. Scare the shit out of me. <laughs> and I was I never, Yeah, last time I watched it, which was quite a while ago though, I still couldn't watch parts of it. Yeah, there are parts of it that it's like you just look away. You're yeah, like, ah, I don't know. I don't, and, I don't. And I am a horror movie gorehound. We probably aren't going to. Wrath of yeah. Khan, you've probably seen. I, yeah. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm s- we got to find somebody who hasn't seen Wrath of Khan. <sighs> Maybe. You've yes, seen- I've seen Wrath of Khan. Yeah, at some point we're just going to have to start going, this is the movie that we want to do. We now must find somebody who hasn't seen it and bring them on as a guest. Even right. if it's not that, that's what Laurie Richardson's for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, so, all right, that's go. enough. Um, anyway, The Road Warrior, <laughs> highly recommended. Three thumbs up from... Yeah. Which, you know. Or six. Why I the hell? Why eight. the hell? Would, oh my. Why the hell would we that do this? That is hard. I know. We'll do. We'll pick awful movies and then we'll give. No, this is all thumbs up movies. You should be yeah. watching yes. everything that we talk about. So, uh, thank you for listening and we will catch you next time when we watch and talk about another movie. Yay! Yay! We hope you enjoyed our film fixation. We'll see you next time on A Real Education. Join us next time when we pay tribute to the late, great Ray Harryhausen by watching The Seventh Voyage of Sinbad.